A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, the Mandalorian continues his quest around the galaxy for... I don't know, honestly, the show's kind of peering off, but I still like <laughs> it, kind of. This is Fake Nerds Watch, The Mandalorian, I'm Ben Magnet. This is Ryan Iliopoulos. It's me. Sparks Witty, and Brandon T. McClure is back. He's back. I promised you I'd be on all these episodes, but I failed. Hey, it happens. Hey, dude, life. Just like The Mandalorian, he also fails. Just like these episodes come out a week after we record them. Life. Life. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the way. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was not on the last episode, so you guys covered... Three and four. Yeah. Uh, I liked three. This show's not going anywhere. <laughs> yes. Yes. I agree. I mean, I still like the show. I still enjoy it, but it, I'm waiting for that oh shit factor at the end of episode one. Where, with yeah. the reveal of the child, a.k.a. Baby Yoda. For, for, for me, the first three episodes are... The, the best of the show. Mm -hmm. There's plot. There's momentum. I really do like the Mandalorian as a character. I kind of like how he's bumbling. He's not. He's not. He can. He can win a fight, but it's a struggle. He's for not him. the best. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I like that. Mm -hmm. He's not a, a one man wrecking crew essentially. Yeah. He's. He. I mean, even in episode. He gets. Five, his, he gets his ass kicked. Yeah. Sometimes. Even in episode the prisoner, there are times um, like the security droids. He does get shot. Mm -hmm. He gets hit. I mean, luckily, luckily he, has, he has his armor. Yeah, he has the best car, which deflects lasers, which is awesome. Yep. But he still gets hit. He is not <laughs> a, 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 the greatest martial artist in the galaxy. It's literally plot armor. <laughs> oh my god, it is. Um, <laughs> Holy shit! I didn't even realize. You're right. Okay. Yeah, I, I basically, basically agree with what you guys are saying about three, about three and four. Four was not great. Yeah. Um, however, uh, the ATST looked awesome. It, it did. did. Yeah. Um, Again, like the look of the show is never the problem. They clearly have money. <clears throat> For me, a lot of the time, it's it's the writing and just the the story choices that they're taking in this eight episode, like almost it's not a mini series, but no, it's you guys, small. You guys talked you guys talked about it a bit, where it's like, um, it's I almost would have preferred less episodes that were longer. Yeah, I agree. Like, you want to give me four sixty minute episodes instead of eight. A half hour episodes? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I'm I, into that. I would tend to agree. Because most of the shows I watch are an hour long, and, and it feels like I'm not getting a lot. The further we get into the season, I feel like I'm getting almost less and less with each episode. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't what I expected to feel. Yeah, that's really all I got about those. Yep. Yeah. For, yeah. Like I definitely think this is five and six, right? Yeah. Yes. I think five I think episode five is a lot. For me, I like episode five a lot. It's funny, I like episodes one, three, and five a lot. No, I'm in the oh, same place. Yeah. Yeah. One, I'm three, five rule, two, four, six are like okay. Yeah. See I I'm opposite. I preferred six to yeah. five. Okay. Um, okay. but only on this one. You're not opposite before that. Oh no, no, okay. I'm with you on that one. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I, I liked five. Uh, but it had the exact same problem, and six does too. But I actually think I think six was kind of a fun episode. Mm -hmm. um, it's just the plot's just not going anywhere. Yeah, because it's just kind of stagnant. One yeah. of the things, the only big thing about five is that there was a little bit of a cliffhanger, or not even a cliffhanger. It was like a setup because after uh, Ming Na Wen's character gets shot, a body, uh, um, like you see two legs appear over With her spurs. body. With spurs. So that's Carl Weathers, right? No, it's Boba Fett. It's not Boba Fett. It's 100% Boba it's Fett. It's not Boba Fett. He wears Fett. spurs. It's not Boba Fett. All right. Boba Fett does not wear spurs. He does wear spurs. When? He, he, not he, an empire. When he walks, he goes ching, ching, ching. That's a trademark thing that he, that people know about him. All right, but I he promise you. He doesn't get little, little spurs on no, his legs. I'm, it's, 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 it's not People Boba think Fett. it's Boba Fett. Yeah, that's... 
that's what I first thought of, but honestly, I was like, can it not be Boba Fett? It's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's Carl Weathers. Yeah. Carl Weathers is a hot on the trail. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. That's what I think. I mean, like, it could be Boba Fett. I don't have a specific opinion, but I don't think it's Carl Weathers. Yeah. I don't think Carl Weathers has spurs. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody wears spurs. Not actual spurs, but when the down but spurs the person, make the ching ching. Maybe his gear, I don't think maybe that's his, gears got. That's got not some, the sound that makes my man tingling. Star Wars is known for one thing, and it's sound effects. They are they're doing probably a like switch route where it's not Boba Fett, mm-hmm. but when Boba Fett walks, he walks with the sounds of spurs. That's what that's what happens in the Latin the two movies. The space battle was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, again, the effects <laughs> are never the problem with the show. Oh, is this the funny. one where he drops back? And yeah. Then blasts yeah. Back? Yes. Was, and yeah. then of course model, the guys model work. Yeah. yeah. And of course the good. guy and of course the guy's like I could bring you warm or cold, and then he gets behind and says that's my line. Pew! Yeah. At Close the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so episode episode five uh we go to tattooing yes yeah um and i like that we waited this long to go to a place that we've seen before i agree um it's also a very dave filoni trait to return to a place but have it be so different yes yeah we don't see every single person that we see from when we go to tattoo right and even like we go to the bar the Mm -hmm. same bar and a droid is running it yeah and before no droids were allowed um we see kind of a scoundrel but he's a very rich guy who just wants to be in, in, the in, in this guild. And also, we see a bunch of Stormtrooper helmets. Yeah. Like the the Tuscan Raider one. Yeah. The Tuscan Raider scene was also really oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The first time that they are, I, like, civilized. Like, this yeah. guy was being... This was such hot shit. And then Amanda's like, tell them that. And the camera just pans to two Tuscan Raiders like, what, bitch? Oh, yeah. yeah, that was also a really good... That's a really good thing, because, like, the Tuscan Raiders kind of... Come out of nowhere when yeah, we yeah. first see them in episode four. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, it's, um, but when we see, they're, they're just kind of like standing there this time instead of like coming out. I, I, I like that. Yeah. Um, Filoni is is. I think Filoni uh, directed that episode. He too. does. He does. He does direct this one. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a Bryce Dallas Howard directed the last one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that means Taika is the next one. No, Taika didn't direct six. It was no, I know Taika seven though, right? Oh, maybe. I mean, he did. I, he has to be seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I, I, yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, but I like seeing the Tusken Raider stuff. I like seeing the 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 changed Mos Eisley as a prequelist. It was really nice to see the droids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. Yeah. No, I like those pit droids. Yeah, I like the pit droids design. You don't have to be a prequelist to like those droids. I'm just yeah. saying that <laughs> it, it 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 was nice to see because one of the things I I like about uh about the comic book Star Wars and and the animated series Star Wars is that we see uh, references to other eras of Star Wars. We try to find that blend of other eras of Star Wars. We don't get that a lot in the movies. Generally, the movies tend to stay in their lanes. Yeah, um, true. We don't see a lot of references to the other eras. I mean, this one, it's gone quite a few places, which I enjoy. Well, like, what I'm saying like, is, like, the much like the animated series in the comic books, The Mandalorian is also pulling from yeah. the prequels, the sequels. Not afraid to do yeah. it, yeah. The original show. Like, one of the reasons, like, earlier episodes, I want to say it's episode two, where we finally see why The Mandalorian hates droids so much. Yeah, the Super Battle Yeah, the Separatists were killing his family. That's right? Super Battle Look real good. It did. Oh, when you... um, sorry. Uh, on the first episode I was on, you talked about you weren't sure if the Empire had fallen at this point. Uh, we were in the in this episode. Um, yeah, you you asked me like where we were in the timeline. If the Empire was like gone, gone at this point, and in, in, in when we see the Mandalorian. No, it's five years after. No, I, I know, but I'm, I I I realized afterwards that the Empire fell one year after 
It's five years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was a question you asked me. I was just—I don't know if you had seen if you had. I don't recall asking this question. I I do. It doesn't matter. The Empire's gone. The Empire. The Empire is gone. So Werner Herzog. He says in the first episode, "The Empire's gone." Werner Herzog doesn't work for the Empire. So I wonder who he is. He can't because the empire, the empire as we know it in continuity, the empire is gone, and the outer, and the outer, uh, not the outer rim, the um, unknown regions are going to build the first order from the ashes of the empire. I, I think it's a situation where the empire has fallen, yes, but there are still like remnants of the empire fighting to keep control, even when, if they don't deserve it. When we, when we first heard about the show, they were talking about the stormtroopers. Whenever we see stormtroopers, they're kind of like mercenaries now. I mean that makes sense, yeah. So they're not—they're like hired guns. Yeah. Whenever see, we, we see stormtroopers, so I wonder if the reveal will be that Werner Herzog is working for the, what will be the first order. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Like they're—they're they're slowly building it. Yeah. That would be a, that would be nice. But he actually. still could be like former empire. Yeah. That's no. Yeah. True, because yeah. Well, he, well, because he probably is because he had Imperial Beskar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would—that would be a really nice way of combining the two trilogies. Yeah. I think that would be good. Because the 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 first order was built from the we we know um, from. Uh, I think the aftermath novels that Hux's dad was an imperial soldier, mm-hmm. and because of that, he grew up in the uh, unknown regions and built the first order yes. with his with his dad. So I, I do wonder if we're going to reveal that right now. We are seeing the beginnings of the first order. That would be. I would really like that. Yeah. 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 Like, I, not I even, not even like the actual beginning. Just like, like the the yeah, like the the very beginnings of it. Not even like yeah. here's the Force Order. Like we're trying to do this thing. Yeah, we we know. Like if we get a hint that we know that the First Order is coming from wherever we are seeing, like yeah. other survivors yes. of the Empire yeah. are meeting up in the unknown regions so they can grow the First Order. Maybe Thrawn. Maybe that'd be dope. <laughs> Thrawn's got to show up somewhere. He's. I just want him to show up. That's all I want. He disappeared. Um, Amy Sedaris is a major character in this fifth episode. I like her a lot. Uh, uh, she's like a like a mechanic lady who takes up after Yoda. I Mas like her a lot too. Moss yeah. Eisley. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, also, I just love when the Mandalorian comes out. You see the droids, then no droids. Yeah. Uh, well, it's gonna take me three times as long because you're a jerk and won't let me <laughs> get help. So like, I hope you got money for it, bro. Did you guys see? So I don't know. Uh, this show's filmed strangely. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys noticed it. But whenever we see it in these, I saw it mostly in these two episodes, but if you watch him, if you watch the Mandalorian turn a corner, it doesn't look like he's turning. Yeah. It looks like he's going straight and the corner is turning. Oh, it could just be like the way it's filmed, yeah. But yeah, that'd be a really weird way to film it. Yeah. Uh, I have a theory that most of the backgrounds are digital. Oh, I, I um, probably wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, yeah I, I, th- I, think that, I think that there is a lot of there's a lot more digital backgrounds than we I wouldn't be shocked if like the first half of the season had a lot more of the practical effects and the later half it's like all yeah. the people are obviously still real but like <laughs> oh we gotta do more CGI baby yeah. we don't got time so I, I just I, I, I wonder because I heard I heard something that, that there is VR filming much like the, yeah. much like the Lion King um, the I, but I don't know how they're u- utilizing it with live action I wouldn't be shocked I will say uh, I don't think it ever looks bad enough where it takes me out of it or anything no but it's, it's weird because every now and then you notice it but every now and then it will just be like it's like uh, it'd it just be like he, the Mandalorian is just walking straight and then the corner's moving. Yeah. And not, he's not turning the corner, the corner is moving. And it's just weird. It's a weird way to film it. Um, if it is yeah. a practical film, it's just a weird way to do yeah. it. I mean, it, we're fighting like boom mics and shots, so like maybe it's like, yeah. like they're just working real fast and real hard. That could be. It's yeah. just strange. 
Yeah, it's not not a criticism, just strange. Yeah. Um, is this is the episode with Ming Na Wen? Yeah. In, in, okay, so yeah. Um, uh, the the uh, Manoy needs money, and he goes to the Masaiza Cantina, and there's this young upstart uh, guild guy. He's like, "Hey, I'm new to the guild, but I wanna, they can't I hear wanna." That. They don't know what why he's in that? deep urban. Uh, okay. I'm trying to contain it, and he's doing over here doing gestures. <laughs> it's a podcast, I'm, bro. I'm concerned. They can't that. hear me. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this young upstart, like, I want to be part of the guild, and like, I got this super hot bounty, and he's like, do you know who this is? This is Ming-Na Wen. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, good luck. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to fight her. I don't want to die. And he's like, but I want to get famous. Uh, he's like, oh, he's like, okay. He's like, yeah, this will punch my ticket into the guild. It's like... You're an idiot. Yeah. Um, okay. But he needs the money. What's the reason he ends up doing it? Do you um, he pays him. He, gives he says him, he'll give him everything. Yeah, yeah. He'll give him the all the credits, the, the cut, of the share. He just wants the credit for the bounty to get, um, into, the to get into the guild. Yeah. He just wants a spot in the guild. Yeah. So he, so Mando gets the money. He gets the glory. Yeah. Uh, and his ship is broken like shit. So he needs the money. Well, he got shot at. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And a cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, well the, he wrecked up. He wrecked like an entire engine because he did that back. Maneuver and he yeah. hit the ship. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was a cool maneuver. Bad for your ship. Yeah. I. Uh, Man, so that guy knows some maneuvers. <laughs> <laughs> He's listening. He's leaving to the left. Uh, family Guy, Blue Harvest. Um, the only good one. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> um, yeah. It's it's just weird that you know now we're, we've done two what are essentially filler episodes and an eight episode run. I can argue the next one's a filler. Episode. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it's I will, filler too. I think there's more. I I personally feel like there's more meat on the sixth episode because we get uh we, we get kind of what I want from the show, which is a larger cast. I agree. Um, I do agree with that. And we get more of what the politics of the world of the New Republic are, mm-hmm. and because we do see the New Republic. By the way, came up by Dave Filoni. Yeah. Um, and and not just that, but like Deborah Cho and uh, a bunch of other, like most of the directors for the season. I think the director the, for episode six was yeah, that. Too. All the all the directors are those pilots. Oh, he that's was, awesome. Mold, yeah, uh, Rick was, Fumiyala. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, that's he was awesome. the third pilot. Yeah, that's awesome. They're all directors. I like that a lot. So you know, I, I think that we see a little bit more of the. We, we, we get a little bit more information of at least the galaxy at this point in episode 6 where we don't in episode 5. I think episode 5 is a better episode for the time mm-hmm. and episode 6 is too rushed mm-hmm. and sloppy. I'll agree with that. Yeah. I think episode 5 is is nice yeah. for what I'm going in for. I get everything out of it I want. Yeah. What it sets so up I get, to be... So I get yeah. every character interaction mm-hmm. in it I want I get every beaten that I want. I really like the driving over the sand dunes. This episode feels more interesting, even though it is like technically like filler. Mm-hmm. It's it's him like you know needing to repair his ship and everything. Yeah. Um, but it's more interesting to watch than the last one was mm-hmm. than episode four. I get that. Um, yeah, I. I always felt like watching like episode the flash, five. The Flash strategy. Yeah. Oh, that's a good... Yeah. Yeah. With the sniper, yeah. Watching episode five, I kind of realized that this is the show... Episode five is the, the type of episode that they said they were going to do. Like, before we knew about Baby Yoda, yeah. um, this was the kind of thing that we thought that the show was going to be. It was right. just going to be this guy going around doing bounties. Right. But Baby Yoda... I really like that. Yeah. But Baby Yoda kind of threw the, the wrench and like, oh, there's actually an story that's yeah, happening and it feels like it feels like old television when not like 90s era television when they were experimenting with syndication with like the x-files and Star Trek generation when they were experimenting with syndication not syndication um serialization mm-hmm. where they would have an overarching plot that encompassed the whole show but there would be 21 episodes of just 
episodes, and then the end episode. But now we get eight yeah. of those. Instead. So yeah. what I was thinking about is the fact that I think we're just being really resistant to the form of storytelling it's chosen mm-hmm. because we're used to shows not doing this. Yeah. But this show is just this is the bounty hunter's life. Mm-hmm. It's just you know each episode is a day in his life, and that's it. There just happens to also be the Baby Yoda, which is just there motivating what is happening to him, why he has to be on the run, making his life slightly more interesting. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And, like, we're just so resistant to it because that's not but that's how shows thing. are I, made anymore. I, I don't no, think that's no, hold on. It, no, no, I'm not done. Okay. Now, I think we're just so resistant to that, so we're like, when is the show going to start being the show? And it's like, no, this is the show. Yeah. It's just that the show could be better. Yes. Yeah. Like, it can be this, but, like, episode four could have been better. It could have been the exact same thing, but it could have been better. Yeah. Episode 5 is really good. I think Episode 3 and Episode 1 and Episode 2 even are all good examples of this show, this exact show, good. Mm-hmm. But Episode 6 and Episode 4, I think, are pretty sloppy. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I do agree. Like, Episode 6 is what I personally wanted. You know, it's, a, it's the sleazier side of the universe, or the galaxy. You know, you see all these different bounty hunters. But for me, I and you guys probably disagree, I found Episode 6... Was, the writing of it to be pretty bad a lot of the time. No, I, I do agree. I think some of the, especially the Twilight character, like, it's the first time in the show where I'm like, I think this is a, a bad actress. Nymphadora Tonks. Yeah. Tonks oh, from, it's Tonks? Tonks from her I don't daughter. think she's good in this. I think her hissing and, like, her reaction, her interactions with the Mandalorian of, like, it's a lot of sh- telling me, not showing me. And she, she has this history with him, but she's just saying all these things that I don't buy. She's also acting like a Twilight that we've never seen before. Yes. Yes. And her makeup is bad. And, her makeup is yeah. bad. and the other Twilight's makeup is uh, also bad. How's that What's so interesting about it, okay, we've never seen a male Twilight yeah. in live action. We've nope. only ever no, seen them yeah. in animation. Uh, that should never have been fixed because <laughs> they look real bad in live action. Yeah. Because they got those weird brows. Yeah, they got the brows. Yeah. Uh, we should have only ever seen them in animation. Yes. I did not appreciate seeing them in live yeah. action. Uh, before before we move on to six, like, do we have anything else we want to add to five? Like, I was surprised that Mingna Wen died. I was I was also surprised. Um, I think that's I'm, I'd rather do, than do bold choices like that, or just use an actor for a little bit, because I think that's I think that is kind of bold. Like you don't not every actor needs to be in it the whole time. Right, but here's one here's yeah. one here's what I'm thinking. Here's one thing that would made the show better mm-hmm. for 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 I think all of us, uh, if I may be so bold. But no, okay, never mind. <laughs> go ahead. Just for me, too um, bold to go. Damn it. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. We've now met Nick Nolte. Yep. Uh, we've now met Taika Waititi. I want a crew. I want a crew. Yep. I, th- I yes. want a crew. I, I think that the show would be a would be a hundred percent better if it had a crew because I don't necessarily agree with the fact that we don't get the Mandalorian as a character. Uh, I think the person under the mask is not a very good ha- actor most of the time. Yeah. Um, but I do think that the through camera and music they do a lot of, of that legwork to tell me what the Mandalorian is thinking, how he is feeling. However, he has no one to bounce off of except for a puppet. Yeah, and it's not I, enough. I was fine with that for the first three episodes, but now we're into episode six, and episode six was refreshing because he had a crew. Mm-hmm. It was a crew of all bad people. Yeah. But if we had a, a crew, like, I'm, ideally it would be Taika and Nick Nolte and Cara, uh, Cara, Cara, Cara Dune. Dune. Yeah. Uh, maybe Ming-Na Wen, I don't know. But... Ideally, it would be that as a crew. I honestly think all you need is Cara Dune. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think if you sure. just walked out of episode four with her being on the ship with yeah. him, like, 
they're going to keep coming for you. I'm going to help you protect this yeah. kid. Just yeah. one like, foil. Just that is enough. Yeah. Because that's one more person. Yeah. That's just that one person. Because otherwise, the thing is, like, if he had a full crew, I feel like everywhere they have to come up with really big stakes for him to be stoppable. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But if he's totally. just got one other person with him, that's fine. Yeah. That's enough. And so here's what's so strange about about that. So um, who's, who's the actor who plays Cardoon? Uh uh, Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna real quickly call out Josh Gad's newest uh, newest video about Daisy Ridley. I watched tries, it. Where he tries to get Daisy Ridley to be. He's done it for every movie. Yeah, to to reveal the plot of Rise of Skywalker. It's very funny. Yeah. Uh, he has a bunch of actors come in through a door to a ask lot. questions. A lot <laughs> yeah. of actors. One yeah. of them is John Boyega. It's hilarious. Yeah. And because John Boyega's like, who are Ray's parents? And and Daisy Ridley's like, John, you're in the movie. You know who yeah, it is. No. <laughs> um. So when, so one of the people who come in are Pedro Pascal and Gina Carano. Yep. And they say, hey, we're in the family now. Can you talk to us? And, like, you know, obviously Cassie and, and uh, uh, Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk also. But, like, most of the most of the press has been about Gina and Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Uh, why? If Gina's only in one episode. I Because they're, they're filming season two. Yeah. I, I'd like to imagine that season two is going to have more of the crew stuff that we want. I hope and so. And this is almost yeah. like like the entire season if it is a soft pilot for yeah. the Mandalorian. Or an experiment. Or an experiment. And I'm like, cool experiment, guys. Looks real good, but like, maybe you should have worked on it a little bit more. It also makes me a little worried about the other Star Wars shows. No, I'm not worried. I'm a little worried. Because if we, it depends on... I don't want this show, to, I don't want Cassie and Andor to feel like this show. I don't want it to I be don't half want, good. Neither do I. So I am a little worried. I'm, I'm not worried because like, I think a lot of this problem does stem purely from like, what the Mandalorian is. Yeah. That it's this bounty hunter, that that's what they set out the show to be, was a day in the life of a bounty hunter going yeah. around the galaxy doing this. That he's a masked character who can't speak. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, who can't like, show his face. Can't mm -hmm. engage with too much outward emotion. Uh, right off the bat, neither the Kenobi series nor the Cassian Andor series can be sure. that. They they, that. they automatically have to have a different structure. I understand that. Um, the 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 not the removing the not being able to remove the mask thing is very strange because it's never been a, a plot point. So I wonder now, having seen so many episodes, and he's never removed the mask, and he's probably not going to until the last episode. If I don't does. think he's going to remove it in season one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well. Why was that decision made for this show? Because they couldn't get Pedro Pascal. So to get be anybody. In it. That's that's the whole thing. Like, why even get a big name to voice him? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if he's not going to be actually in the show, I don't know, man. I mean, I stand by. Like, I think the whole character thing is that this is not a person who was raised on Mandalore. This well, is he's a person not. He's who a was. I know. Yeah. I'm saying. I think that this is a person who was adopted into this, and thus uh, the arc is supposed to be about how he. What I think it is is that he comes to realize that maybe uh, uh, believing 100% into this religion, holding to it, isn't the way that he should be doing mm. things. That he. It's supposed to be him finding his own path away from this that's that's what i think this is yeah. is that when he takes that off is him recognizing that that you know this is not the way so so yeah that'd be great uh the show's called the mandalorian though so he has to be a mandalorian right he's a foundling it's confirmed okay but i mean like yeah. that still makes him part of the mandalorian yes yeah, because he, he was found by the mandalorians yeah. and he was raised in the culture but it's not like all mandalorians are the way that these Mandalorians are. Yeah. We've already talked about that, that, the, the, that we've seen Mandalorians in the Clone Wars who are not like this, mm -hmm. and in Rebels, yeah, and who he, are not like this. So you, he can find that other path. Yeah. You, one, of, one of you guys said on the last episode that uh, you believe that the Purge happened before Rebels? Or after Rebels? I couldn't remember. I don't I don't. It has remember. to be before Rebels, right? I think it's after. Because in Rebels, the Mandalorians are very much a unified species, except for the ones that have joined the Empire. Isn't Rebels after 3? 
Rebels is no, after Rebels three. Is, I, no, the, the Purge of the Mandalorians. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Order 66. No, no, not Order 66. No, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, I... I that, that's fine, yeah. I think that the Mandalorian Purge happened during the original trilogy. Okay. That's yeah. my theory. Uh, could be wrong. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it seems to line up. Yeah, because, we, because we've seen the Mandalorians, and if it would kind of make sense that they would want to like hold so tightly to their culture if they... If, and it would be a progression from where we saw them in Rebels because they are trying to hold on to the culture as the Empire is trying to take them over yeah. and if the Empire just decides to like purge the whole species then that could be an interesting place to go with that uh, however because none of that is in the show it does it does create an issue for me um, because we had plot progression we had character development in the first three episodes and then mm. it just became this guy doing these things and then he wins yeah and we get nothing more about who... Th- we... I have not learned anything more about this character since episode three. Yes. Um, yeah. It was... I was talking to them about this. It, it, this is reminding me of when we talked about Game of Thrones, because that was a very limited season. Mm-hmm. And four episodes in, like, okay, when's it going to start picking up? Because yeah. we don't have a lot of real estate. And that's how I feel with this show. It's like, and it's, they haven't given me a clear trajectory of what the show's going to be, so I don't know how to, how to do it like Game of Thrones. Like, I know how that's probably going to end. Um, but I, I feel it's kind of aimless, and I feel like season two is really going to be the, okay, this is the show we wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, it kind of bums me out that, like, it's like, we're kind of just, like, going, like, the grease of our wheels or whatever the phrase is. Yeah. Like, we're going, like, the skin of our boots They're or flying by the seat of their pants. Flying by the seat of their pants. They're like, man, this is, we're pumping them out, and, like, season two, we're in it. Uh, and that kind of buns me out. Yeah, a little, little bit. bit. A yeah. little bit. I mean, the, if it was just a series about um, um, a day in the life of Mandalorian, every episode was like a day in the life of Mandalorian, then don't throw in Baby Yoda. And every single episode, they're mentioning, like in episode six, um, episode five, I mean, now when is talking to the uh, the wannabe, he's like, hey, you could, you bring him into the guild? You are gonna, it's like instant. That's a good scene. It, like instant, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you're, you're in instantly. He dist- He killed so many people. He did all this stuff. And she's like, so Allah let me help you, shoots her. I'm like, oh, okay. But there's always something, they always bring up the child. Yeah. They always bring up Baby Yoda. Well, and that still, and all they do is like, it's the even in episode six, where the droid's like, I found some information. Nothing happens of it because he gets shot. Uh, look, the thing is that it is a day in the life of Mandalorian show. With the, the Baby Yoda has a purpose. The purpose is that it's made it so he can't go anywhere safe. Yeah, he doesn't have a safe haven anymore. Otherwise, the entire show would be these same beats, okay. except that they would be actual bounty hunts, and they'd just be the first ten minutes of that first episode over and over and over again with no stakes for him yeah. because he's good, and there's nothing stopping him from doing what he's doing. But we've seen that he's not that good, <laughs> right? But my point being yeah. that Baby Yoda is the thing that makes it so like you have no safe haven, you have no right. continuous income, mm-hmm. you have no protection. You're right. So one of the reasons why John Favreau talks about bringing in the child, Baby Yoda, uh, is because we don't know a lot about their species, and the idea was that he wanted to explore the species. Six episodes in, two more left. I don't think we're. There was only this really cute moment in episode. I know we're jumping ahead to episode six a little bit, but he was like trying to. Looks like he's trying to do the force on the droid, and the droid gets blown up. He's like looking at his hands, like, "Did I do that?" No, but again, again, since episode three, I have learned nothing more about either Baby Yoda or the Mandalorian, except he's fifty years old. I learned that in episode one. Yeah. Since episode three, again, I have not learned anything new. Episode six, I think it's really poorly written, poorly written because you have that Twilight who has a history with the Mandalorian, and she's saying these lines like, oh, you're, you've always been paranoid, Mando. Also, and I'm like, 
I don't believe that. He's, and, when has he been paranoid in the show? And, and one, so one more thing. And also the male Twilight, who I don't know the name. Yeah, the brother. Yeah, yeah. Who? It's like Kin. Quinn. Yeah, Quinn. Yeah. He opened, the Mandalorian opens up the cell. is like, ah, the man who left me is now my savior. How ironic. It's like, there's history. Te- you need what to, happened? Just saying these things doesn't make me feel right. that. The, 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 the idea that, that, she, that she says, uh, you've always been paranoid... Up until now, we have never seen him be paranoid. No, no, he's a man of action. Tell, tell me about blah. Tell them about the mission on blah blah blah. Oh, I did what I had to do. Yeah, then that's what I mean. Yeah. It uh uh, it reminds me of like some prequel writing where it's like, oh, they're trying to develop Anakin and and Obi Wan in like episode two just by telling us. And I'm like, I this isn't that kind of show. It's, at least it shouldn't be that kind of show. Right. This feels like a pr- prestige show, but it's Clancy, like... Clancy Brown, by the way, is the... Yes. Cool. Yeah. Everyone in this cast is awesome. Every character is somebody... He's like a... Like Bill Burr as, as the guy with the shoulder cannon. Mm-hmm. That dude is a really hardcore, like, savage comedian. And he does not like blockbuster movies. The only part... Like, the only dialogue parts of episode six I really liked were the exchanges between him and the Mando and uh, the... You, what, you don't like falafel guy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark Boone Jr. Yeah. That guy's great. Thanks. No <laughs> yeah, that guy's Bill in The Last of Us. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, again, like, the whole Captain Zero is Richard Iode, who's an awesome comedian. Like, the whole well, cast wanna, is great. The I writing wanna, is bad. I want to say, I think uh, they, missed the, they missed the mark with Zero. Should have been Triple Zero from the yeah, Dr. Afro comic. I did, think, everything I was, think, I did think Zero was really good. Yeah. I like Zero. I like the, both the design and the, the character. Yeah. All you gotta um, do is make him, a, make him a proper protocol droid. He yeah. did it. I liked the design of the droid. Yeah. So did I. Um, I liked it a lot. Isn't it like an old Empire droid? Like is er yeah, it looks it, just it like look, a, it looks like a version of it looks like a protocol it looks like a version of a protocol droid not the C three PO models yeah. but it does look like a like an imperial protocol okay, droid yeah. um again like I think like they all except for the Twilight they all look good like uh, Bill Burr being like a sassy bounty hunter is never something I would ever see in the world because that dude again doesn't like blockbuster movies so the fact that he's in the show is really cool but half of, half of the dialogue sucks. And it like, just bumps me out. And again, with episode six, I did like seeing the New Republic. Yeah, I yeah. did too. I, I liked seeing the seeing those X wings or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I liked seeing going and seeing the uh, that the New Republic is the law in town. Yeah. And I, I, I did like seeing that. I would like more of that, but that's just me because I like the politics of the. No, no. and that's and that's cool. Here's a big problem I have with the New Republic thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I do not like that they put a timer on twenty minutes and they'll be here. And then Cause they twice. get to the cell and it's 15 minutes left. And then he's in the cell. There's 15 minutes left. He gets out. He shuts down the gates. And then he takes his time taking them out. And I'm like, I do not feel like Walking in the hallway is real slow. I don't feel like there's any yeah. stakes. stakes or tension to this. Why did we even put a timer on this? Like, I'd rather that that timer not have been there. Yeah. And him have just been like, if that wasn't there and he took his time, I'd be like, cool. Mm-hmm. Dude, they couldn't have even But that, like, root, that those two ideas work yeah. so deeply against each other. I'm like... If they, if I kind of wish he had actually killed them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Instead of revealing, if they them just would have said, like, don't even take twenty minutes. Just say, dude, you better hurry. They're on their way. That's all you gotta say. So then not, you don't have to. Think not about only actual that, but time. like once those characters are trapped in there, they're only concerned with hunting him down. They're not concerned with the fact that the New Republic, as they said with their own words, is about to blow them all up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Why does that go completely out the window after that? Yeah. I don't understand. Seat of the pants. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, that, that, it was, has... that was the biggest problem I had with the episode is like like that main idea that being the crux of it was so counterintuitive to what was happening yes. in the episode I just couldn't this episode 6 which is almost the end of which the show which is why I didn't like it more than yeah. that um, this is the first like first episode where I was truly conflicted where I'm like okay this looks like an HBO show but the writing is of CW level and it's just like I 
I my expectations like I know it's a little late, but it's like I would even argue worse. Yeah, at points, at points, honestly, yeah. Um, because we just talked about crisis. It's video game writing. <laughs> it is video game writing. Well, notice, yeah. no, it the whole show honestly does act like a video game. Yeah. Um, I noticed, but this episode felt like yeah. video game writing. Yeah. Like when they're walking, like doing the dialogue on the ship, when when he fights Baby Yoda, I'm like, this is. This is video game dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. This is the this is the on the way to the mission. This is the characters. Oh, archetype, archetype. Oh, blah, 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 when he did that mission, <laughs> right. f that generic, oh, just generic. Um, something that really bothers me is that um, Mandalorian is very smart in Episode Five. He's very crafty. He thinks of uh, all the, the flash avenues. Bombs. He's able to do all these things. He's very intelligent. He sees what's about to happen and he moves forward with it. Right. Yeah. In Episode Six. Uh, the moment that uh, Bill Burr's character picks up Baby Yoda and he's making jokes about making this his pet, I'm like, kill them all and leave. It's yeah. not worth it now. Yeah. It's not worth it now. You can't trust them. You can't get off the ship and leave him there with the droid on board. That's stupid. Yeah. yeah. He, it's so inconsistently stupid because, like, that I'm like, now, now that that has happened, now that they know and that they've made threats like that, you kill them. It yeah. ain't worth it now. Oh, they did. Go get money somewhere we've, else. We've seen him shoot people for less. You yeah. owe nobody it, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it makes him... So, you know, there's always this argument of, like, you know, who shot first, Han or Greedo? It's Han. Uh, it, yeah, it's Han. It's the, Han! And the, re, the reason... But funky. The, the reason why it has to be Han is because it shows Han he's a scoundrel. Uh, his character development. In the very first episode of The Mandalorian, we see him be that type of scoundrel. What happened to that? This is what I'm saying, like... <laughs> I just Han Solo now. <laughs> He's but like a also, good guy. He's a bad also, guy. Gold. How did Clancy Brown survive the doors? <laughs> no. Yeah, I thought he he's was a big dead. alien boy. I thought he was dead. No, <laughs> those, that doors, those doors, like make no room for anything. Like that is dead. His, uh, his horns are have been sawed off a little bit. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Maybe when, his horn, when those closed, I was like, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Maybe those doors just knocked his horns off, and Possibly. then he was. Remember, this is the guy who closed the door on a guy and killed him. Yeah. Maybe they just know. really like Clancy Brown and they don't want to hurt him. What, okay, so one of the things that, that I, I, I realized watching the credits for this episode is that they will highlight the directors of this episode, and rightfully so. Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard has said that she had a lot of free reign for, this, for, this, uh, for, the, for her episode and it made her father very jealous. Um, <laughs> I believe it. But um, when, when, I, when I realized that, I was like... Who wrote who wrote this episode? It was Fabs or is the Flame? writers are not in the main credits. Oh, they're not. No. Oh, that's bad. Isn't it mostly like Fabs and Filoni? Oh boy, yikes! So I wonder, <laughs> that makes sense. Obviously, the writers are credited; they yeah. have to be. Mm -hmm. But when you when you get to the now, I've watching both episodes. When you get to the the main credits where we see the you know the and it's the as the um the Indian theme song. No, the. Oh, the, the promos, like the art. The artwork, yeah. 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 Uh, Concept I, art. Either the writer credit goes by very fast, or it's in the credit, or it's in the black credits. Yeah, it's in like the secondary credits. Yeah. yeah. So, Odd. Uh, weird. Yeah. That's very weird. I mean... Is this show improv <laughs> so, Man, maybe. Sometimes it sucks. Um, that, I've never noticed that. I definitely, always, it's always the first time as like the director. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I had never really paid attention though. Um, that's kind of... And we've never talked about the writers. Yeah. No. Like let's be honest. Like yeah. we've never really talked about who's writing. Episodes. Nobody does. Yeah, right. I never see it online. I never see it on the internet. Can't I never see it why. anywhere. Yeah, I never see. I never see writers mm -hmm. talked about on the show 
at all. And generally, when it comes to TV shows, that's all anybody talks about is yeah. the writers, never the directors. Yep. The directors come out very much later. Or just the showrunner. Or just the showrunner in general. Uh, this is... It's because the directors are very famous. Yeah. Also because, yeah, they can make something look really pretty, but when you hear it, it's very different. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, I'm just curious at what's going on on the writing side of the show. Because uh, nobody is ever talking about it. I, I Honestly, maybe there's like, we know this first season, it's not very, it's not great. Can I, can I be like uh, a pessimist? Yeah. I'm nervous that there's not enough people saying what we're saying. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of what I see on the internet is the Mandalorian is the best thing that happened in Star Wars since, since uh, Empire. Since Empire. Yeah. Or I've Return of the too. Jedi. And I'm like, I think you're wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's good looking. Uh, it has things that I'm really happy to see in There's Star definitely Wars. good stuff in it. Absolutely. Um, but it is not the best thing since then. And you're, you're wrong. It feels like people who... <laughs> bring up Last Jedi, really dislike Last Jedi, and this is a kind of traditional... DJ Tony Snark. At me, I don't give a shit. Uh, it is more traditional, kind of like, simple Star Wars, and mm. it's just, it's a dude fighting other dudes, and it's Star Wars, so I think for a lot of people, that's all they need. So for Not the... for me, I need substance. Well, why, I... One of the reasons why I was really, why I'm really like, I was really lukewarm on, on, the, on Star Wars Resistance, mm -hmm. and one of the things that, 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 that I noticed is that when you go too far away from the Star Wars formula, it gets a little dicey. Mm -hmm. what, what do we know as Star Wars? Everything that Star Wars has ever produced has always had a Force user, lightsabers, and scoundrels, and pirates, and things yep. like that. If you kind of start to chip away at some of that stuff, you start to kind of question, am I still watching a Star Wars? I, I know you have that theory. I don't feel that way about this. Um, I'm looking at the writers, by the way. So. Uh, I, I think that I think that this show could entirely work just as it is, just as this slice of life with him protecting the child. It just needs to be written better in the singular episodes that it's doing. Yeah. Or if it's going to attempt to tackle something where it has that larger crew like the last episode, episode six did, it needs to be longer so that those characters can breathe. If you're going to... Or yeah. a part one of a part two. Yes. Yeah, if, episode six felt very, very rushed. Yeah. It, I mean, episode five felt perfectly paced. I was like, I was engaged. I was enjoying this. And then the second episode six started, and they got into the and they got into the breakout. I'm like, shit's gonna go south. Oh look, it went south. Yeah. Really quick. And they got resolved really quick. And then it's like, you're gonna double cross them. Someone here is gonna die. Oh look, like when uh, when um, falafel guys like kill him, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Who I saw that coming the second they betrayed the Mandalorian. It, I knew they were gonna die, and then I was like. He has something. He has that. Oh, there's the there the X wings. Pew pew pew. Okay, writers. Writers. The first four episodes are written by John Favreau. Yeah. Written by him. Mm -hmm. That's I didn't know that. Um, he's a better writer than this. Yes. Um, <laughs> episode five. Episode three was really good. Episode three. Yeah. Honestly, three. episode one through three. I'd even argue two. Yeah. I think two was good yeah. for like what two was doing. I like two. Two was good. So one through three, solid. Yeah. Four was a dip. Uh, five was Dave Filoni. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. It has a lot of Dave Filoni tropes. Yeah, I, I can, it does. I nope. can see that one. I liked five. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, after talking about it, I'm a lot harder on five than I was. Mm -hmm. um, episode six was written, uh, strangely enough. Play? Written by Christopher Yost. Okay, so the, I do remember the writers. That name. Okay, so the writers are listed, mm -hmm. but I definitely don't think it's first because I remember also seeing Yost's name on there. Yeah. it's definitely not first billing though. Christopher Yost and Rick Fumiyama yep. are credited as writing the teleplay. Uh, 
Yeah. All of these people are better writers than what I'm seeing. And, and honestly, again, I don't. I wouldn't. Oh, I, I wouldn't even necessarily always blame them. I would be because like, I wonder like, I wonder how much Disney is is letting them just do what they want. Yeah. Because it really feels like the show could be. It could be a lot bigger. It could be a lot more like mature. I feel like you do a lot more things than it's doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's being ham-fisted by Disney in some way that we don't know about. Yeah, it could be. because it feels very simple. I think that's possibly true, but I also yeah. think John Favreau, who does not always like what he touched, turned to gold. Lion King, mm-hmm. Iron Man Two, Iron Man Two, I like that I movie. Like I do too. I just want to put it out there. <laughs> Cowboys and Aliens. There we go. Uh, look, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not open it. Um, no, but my point being, uh, I think that he's show running a show where he had a particular idea with what what was resources were at their disposal for the first season and the deadline mm-hmm. of launching with Disney Plus, which mm-hmm. I also think contributes to part of the episode order. Probably true. Yeah. Could be. Um, so uh, I I think that what he structured in his mind was I want to go about this with this idea of seeing these vignettes, but the child overarching thing yeah. that causes the the stakes for the Mandalorian. And with that basic idea, that's how he's tried to structure it, but there hasn't been enough uh, thought given to those individual vignettes. It feels like, at the pace it's going, it feels like this is a 22-episode series, but it's only eight. Yeah. With like uh, with the filler episodes and not enough plot actually really happening for me. Again, like w- maybe this is the show that they wanted to make and we're just not down with it, but like it feels like... It feels I, like- I don't even know that's, that we're not down with it, but I think that... like. It, again, like I think the intent is that feeling of just like, you know, going through the galaxy in Star Wars one day yeah. at a time, capturing these things. It's just that it needs. I don't think that the show needs to change. I don't think we need some like driving main plot thing. Yeah. I don't think we need to like know where it's going. Have some like overarching intent. Like he's protecting the child. It doesn't matter where that ends up. Yeah. Like we can just watch him protect the child and like what he has to do to do that. That's fine. I just think that the moments between need to be thought out. It feels like all these scripts are like first. And drafts. yes, another character needs to be with him. I, I think that would make a world of difference if those two things happened. We're fine. Yeah. you I, can do a different like adventure every episode yeah. or every two episodes, whatever. And I think that would be fine. You 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 have this. You have made the decision. You, okay. So, sorry, real quick. Uh, um, uh, this is not uncommon with Star Wars television. The first season is usually a little lackluster That's true. and trying to find its footing. This that happened with every single TV show before now. Clone Wars did it, Rebels did it, and Resistance did it. Droids. So the live action is suffering from it too. The droids animated show. Everybody? No. The, the, yeah, the no. live action. Can you put a clip up there? No. 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 The live action uh, show is suffering from it too because although this is John Favreau, this is also Dave Filoni. Dave yeah. Filoni trying to get this off the ground yeah. as well. And and maybe season two will do the same thing all those shows have done and been like, oh, we got it. Yeah. I figured it out, found the formula. Yeah, it's possible. It's really it's really possible. One yeah. of the things that I I, I I thought that the forward momentum. the I thought any forward momentum of the show would be good, but the, the forward momentum for the show would be trying to figure out, like, what is the child? Why does Warner Herzog want the child? And we're now three episodes away from the last time that plot was <clears throat> ever touched. Yeah. Again, like, again, Mando and Baby Yoda. We don't know... We haven't learned anything about either of them in a while. And yeah. I'm like, they're the main characters. The Mandalorian say, hey, we're going to our, our new place. See you there. Okay. Where's that? Yep. Show me that. How does episode six end? I don't. Uh... Episode six ends with the. Um, they destroy the. Up, uh... They make the X wings go and attack, and uh, they fly away. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think 
and I wish it were more clearly stated, but how can you do it with a character like the Mandalorian who has nobody to talk to? But I do think that it's a, a I'm scrounging for enough resources and money to get me around until I can find back to the Mandalorian home. Mm-hmm. Could be. And then figure out where I'm going from here. I yeah. think he's like supposed to. It's supposed to feel like he's he's you know just getting by with the skin of his teeth right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to protect the child. Just to like he's not trying to find answers right now. He can't focus on that. He's just like, where's the best place I can go right now to keep a low profile and keep him alive? I really like. Uh, I do like at the end of the episode when he takes the ball off his off his yeah, lover. And he's just like, I told you that was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he hands it to the to baby Yoda. Yeah, I think he's just trying to find whatever whatever way can get him to somewhere where they can just settle for a moment and think. Because he thought he had that in Episode 4, as much as I don't like aspects of Episode 4, that's what he was going for. I can drop this off, I can let this be. No, I can't, they're hunting me. And then yeah. immediately Episode 5, he's being chased by another ship. Like, he's they're on his tail. Um, you know, he's having to do whatever he can to keep himself moving right now. Yeah. I just want more... I just wish that yeah. that was more well conveyed. I wish we had some more window into what his plan is. Um, like what he's aiming to do, I think is would be fine. I don't think we need to be driving so heavily towards like answers about Baby Yoda or yeah. anything like that for this season because it's just eight episodes. And I'm like, you know, you gotta stretch this stuff out. Um, even in a regular show, yeah, yep. that that is longer in episodes would stretch this out. Um, but I do want some kind of like trajectory idea of <coughs> is is he just like waiting till he can get to where the other Mandalorians are? Is he waiting till he can hear about? maybe where the child comes from or is he trying to find that kind of info like what what is the resource he's heading towards next and why yeah i just want more yeah i just i like really just like one sum up what i want in this show one word it is more yeah and again put that on the screen more maybe they 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 don't want to give us a lot and they just do want us to explore this world but like for me it feels like it's meandering and like i just want to know more about my main character because like i still the further we get on and we don't learn more about the character, the least, the, the less I care about him. And, like, I, he's a cool dude and he does, like, cool stuff, but, like, I'm I mean, still, all, I don't know shit about the dude. You already had a hard time. Yeah, and I still, yeah. I still, like, Pedro Pascal's voice is cool, but I know I he's wonder, not the best. I wonder in a weird way if I'd sit down with this whole thing and feel it better as, like, a long film. When it's Again, done. maybe if the episodes really? were longer, I would have easier connections. Or like, like, and that's a weird thing that happened because, like, yeah. I'm I'm kind of anti binge, and I'm glad that they're yeah. sending it out I'm generally a week at a time. Yeah. And yet, too. I'm like maybe sitting down in one session and just watching through because I'm like picturing like the end of episode four, like the bounty hunter just getting shot in the back, and it's like they're gonna keep coming after him. Cut to beginning of episode five, bounty hunter chasing them in the ship in space, having to crash land the ship, get the money to fly away, go need more money still. Running low on funds because we had to pay yeah. to repair the ship. Oh, here we go. It makes me wonder if they they had like a hard decision to make it binging or not binging. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're like, should we release it all at once? But like we know like people stop talking about it as quickly, and because the Star Wars, we need to do it weekly. But maybe they didn't have enough substance to make it weekly. I mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah. definitely prefer the weekly format. So I'm glad that they went with that regardless because it's made other streaming services start to take note and yeah. do it. Yeah. Because I'm I'm tired of the binge watching. Yeah. It's too hard. It's too when hard. When I was younger, like when Netflix first, like when Stranger Things season one, the Netflix when like there were the less shows, Daredevil yeah. season one, like five years ago. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. When there were a thousand shows a week. Yeah. When it wasn't when it wasn't like watch all this now or never watch it at all. <laughs> Dark Crystal. <laughs> yeah. There are so many shows every that week I just doesn't haven't show. watched yeah. because Gosh. of that. Like yeah. when Dragon Prince first came out. When Dragon Prince came out, I mm. binged pretty much the entire season in one day. That's yeah. a show. I did recently for episode four, not episode for season three. Voltron. 
Yeah, yeah Voltron. Trying to get you guys to watch Voltron. Yeah, and it's still on my queue list, and I still I haven't touched it. You started. You did start to your credit. That's okay. I started two, <laughs> two seasons in. He, he got further. Yeah, he's way further than I am. Holy yeah. crap! I, I took a break because I wanted to be closer to actually like being ready to talk about it on YouTube with you mm. uh, before I watched the rest of the show. Um, New show coming. But I took I took notes. Oh, good. I didn't. Go back I show. think the show still looks great. Uh, yeah. I obviously, I love Star Wars, like the world. So being except in it for is the, fun, except for the Twi'leks, for some reason. For some reason, and that was like when I saw the trailer. Really weird. When you see the trailer and you see that character, and she like goes back and winks. Like when you see her for a second, I'm like, oh yeah, a mean Twi'lek character. Hell yeah. So and she sucks. So Twi'leks in Return of the Jedi look better yeah. than she does. Oh boy. And I'm like, how is this? Happening, her uh, isn't Shock T? Is she uh, Twilight or no? No, uh, she has weird head things. There is one Shock Sha- T uh, is different. She's not, okay. but, but there is a Twilight Jedi who gets shot on the bit on her. Shock T is a Ayla Sakura yeah. is a Shock. Yeah, the Sakura, yeah, yeah. Twilight is a Twilight. Um, those that was good. Those, those head pieces, the, the back head pieces yeah. in this one, they're so rigid. Yeah, yeah. And they don't look rigid on other Twilights. They're they're a lot looser. They're floppy. They move, yeah. and these ones don't. And I'm like, this looks weird. Yeah. Hey guys, we know Hera lived through the Battle of Endor. Bring her in. Who? Hera. Hera is uh, the, from the captain Rebels. of Rebels. She is a Twilight. Cool. Oh, okay, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Should have been her. She yellow. Not like she that, yellow. But she should have been. She's, I think she's green. Oh, okay, I don't remember. She would have had to have been in a different episode. I know. Twilight's are cool, but not right now. I guess mm, she's I old want... now. You're right. Most Twilights might age differently. It's true. No, she she was older when we saw her. Oh, you're right. Oh no, we don't see her, huh? Is it just Sabine and Ahsoka at the end? Sabine. Yes, it's just Sabine and Ahsoka. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. We see her. Oh, with her kid. With her yeah. kid. Yeah. Yeah, she was older. They Rebels are. is great, guys. Rebel yeah. stuff, baby. Oh, that's another show I need to watch. Yeah. Worth your time. Yeah, I bet it is. Much like this show, again, season one is a bit of a slog. So I, I'm willing to give them like benefit of the doubt to like kind of experiment it and figure this out. It sucks that it's kind of rough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do think that the I, I like that the show I what I like about the show, uh, besides like the obvious things that we've talked about, I do like that the show is different. I yeah. do like that the show is this weird like vignette style storytelling. It's not something you get in Star Wars usually. It's not something you get in television usually. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm kind of into it. I just wish they could nail down the writing better from episode to episode, and I'd be on board 100%. I agree. I'm there. Yeah, I'm, I'm still a fan of the show. I still cannot wait to watch it at the end of my week. I but after wait. But after episode six, even when I was done watching, I was like, that could have been better. I'll be, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Uh, if I didn't desperately want to be on the show with you guys, <laughs> I would have waited a long I'll, time. I waited until put you on Watchmen. <laughs> I waited until yesterday to watch this episode. So, like, I mean, like, I mean, to be fair, it did come out Friday. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I guess you're right. Well, uh, I guess you're right. Okay, yeah. Um, so you didn't wait that long. But here's the thing. Like, but I usually on Star Wars on day one. I wasn't day one. Here, here, so, so for Disney Plus, for Disney Plus, I bought Disney Plus. Because I was like, I want to watch The Mandalorian. So a lot I, of people did. Uh-huh. So I'm, so I'm, Guilty. you know, getting ready. I, I got my, I got my tablet down. I'm doing my work. I'm going to turn on Mandalorian. Do you know what I decided to do instead? Watch the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Then I'm like, I'll watch The Mandalorian. Then do you know what I decided to do? Then watch the rest of the Imagineering story. Yep. It took me yeah. a while to get to the point where I was like, okay, now I but should watch The Mandalorian. But it worked. Mandalorian got you in the door, but Disney Plus hooked you anyway. That's oh, true. Yeah. It went oh. its other programming. It's like it, it worked. But what, I, what I'm trying to say is. Like at the beginning, I was like, "This is um, this is must see. I want to see this now." And now I'm just kind of like, "Yeah, yeah I'll watch it I, when I watch it." I am glad that I was watching it because, regardless of everything else, I'm like, I would have been pissed if I was missing the Baby Yoda moment. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. We were true. all part of that. Where we're like, "The show is one thing. We watch it. The show is not one thing." <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
And then it looped around to that one thing. Yeah. I can't, honestly, if Baby Yoda wasn't in the show, like, uh, like it would lose, I think it would lose a lot. Yeah. It would lose a lot, because he would just be talking again, to nobody. Again, that's the thing, is like, it needed stakes of some kind. Yeah. That's what he provides. Yeah. Yeah. And done. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, we will uh, call it there. Um, still optimistic. Still yeah, no. still looking forward to the show. I am curious how I'll feel about it when all is said and done. Can go back through the I'm season. waiting for Giancarlo Esposito to show up as Grand Moff, whatever his I'm, name is. I'm saying, Where I am too. Who the is this guy? I saw yeah. a picture six months ago. <laughs> I saw him talk about it at D23. God. I was so excited. Anyway. That, no. Okay. Uh, We're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll talk more about The Mandalorian next week. Yep. Uh, we will do just one episode next week, and we'll do it all together. And then the week after, we'll return with the last episode, probably Sans Ryan, unless we decide to wait. I'll probably I'll be in Chicago. I don't mind. Yeah. I'll watch it on my own. I'll uh, Skype in. <laughs> so we'll be doing that. Uh, meanwhile, watch us talk about Crisis on Infinite Earths, the first three episodes of that crossover event. We mm-hmm. just recorded it the same day. You'll notice because we're wearing the same clothes. Yeah. Um, I was gonna jump and say we should switch shirts. <laughs> I, was thinking, I actually almost brought a different shirt. Yeah, I probably should have, and a different hat. No chance. Everything is lies. Um, yeah. So uh, go ahead and check that out. Uh, that'll be here around the same time as this is dropping on YouTube, which is whenever I feel like it and can get it done. Um, welcome Good to answer. finals and holidays. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, there's still a Star Wars retrospective episode that has to come out. Woo! Check that out. We collaborate with the Downright Nerdy Podcast. Right, Skywalker comes out next week. I yeah. know. I'm yeah. so excited. We're in the midst of a lot. Um, so. So, uh, that'll do it. Uh, we'll be back with Fake Nerds Watch for Mandalorian next week. If you have been watching our Watchmen episodes, the last episode of that will be out very soon. Probably oh, the no. first one of these that'll go up because it's the finale. I'll be on that one, too. No! No, you won't. You're right. Yeah. All right. Um, so, <laughs> that'll do it. Excuse me, what? That'll do it. Uh, if you have any thoughts about Mandalorian, feel free to uh, get at us in the comments. Please let us know. Kind of stuff. Uh, you can check us out. We're all from Fake Nerd Podcasts. You can check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. Blah, 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 Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. Uh, you can check out all the rest of our stuff here on YouTube, Basement Arcade, uh, Fake Nerds Watch, all that fun stuff. Brandon, where can they find you? BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Excellent. This time. Yes, yeah. awesome. Ben Magnet 27 on Instagram and Twitter. Incredible. Ryan? DJ Tony Snark at, at everything. Sensational. Fan- fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> outstanding. Brian. Outstanding. <laughs> Good, I'm good. Sparks Witty. You can find me at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, That's the bee's knees. That's the bee's knees. This That's is the wrong bee's. show. All right. Till next time. Stay fake, nerds. This is the way. Impresses me some things that Ben just hasn't heard. Yeah, it's not. It's not a slight. Know. He does. Welcome to the jungle. What? He, he does all of them. He does gin and juice. Yeah. Look up Richard Cheese. I think you might enjoy it. You yeah. probably like him a lot. Go Googling Dick Cheese. <laughs> hey, hey, Google Dick Cheese! What? <laughs>